This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, the Federal Minister of Rural Economic Development is in Regina to announce a $485 million agriculture partnership with the province over five years. The joint announcement was with Agriculture Minister David Merritt. We have details on the information and reaction. We have reaction to CP Rail's takeover of the Kansas City Southern Railway, giving Canada a direct link to Mexican markets. We have a look at what happened last week in the grain markets with wheat up and canola down. The farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. The provincial and federal governments have announced $485 million for strategic agriculture initiatives in Saskatchewan. The initiatives come under the new five-year agricultural partnership. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the funds will be used for current and new programs to support a growing and competitive farm sector. More than $89 million will be invested into strategic programs for Saskatchewan producers and agribusinesses annually, a 25% increase in funding from the previous agreement. The funding increase is important in ensuring we can keep pace and address all priorities outlined in the agreement. We have worked closely with stakeholders over the past months to design and enhance programs that will work for Saskatchewan producers. Merritt says the five-year program will help expand farm research, market development and farm water supplies. Under the SCAP flagship programs, such as the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program, will continue helping producers develop secure and sustainable water sources, mitigating the impact of drought. We've also made improvements, like increasing the funding program cap from to 75,000 from 50,000 and expanding eligibility to include the development of small dams and power installation as an eligible cost. Another popular program to continue is the Saskatchewan Lean Improvements in Manufacturing Program or SLIM. This program has evolved to support areas we heard were important in our value-added agriculture businesses. Product line expansion and emission reduction in addition to improved efficiencies. A new resilient, resilient agriculture landscape program will support producers to adopt beneficial management practices that improve water quality, soil health, and biodiversity. We will continue to work with value-added partners like the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities to deliver important programming to, to target invasive weeds and crop pests, manage rat and beaver populations, and control gophers. Federal Minister of Rural Economic Development, Goody Hutchings, was part of the announcement at Canmar Foods in Regina. I see how food processors, processors like you all across Canada are so vital to our economy and more importantly to our food security. 
You're helping farmers add value to their crops while providing great local jobs. And not to mention great food, not only for Canadians, but you're feeding the world. That's why Canadian food processors like you, along with the farmers and the rest of the agri-food sector, will be front and centre in the new Sustainable Agriculture Partnership here in Saskatchewan. Hutching says Saskatchewan had record exports last year, farm exports of $18 billion. Looking at the five years ahead, there's a world of opportunity for Canadian farmers and food processors. With our investments today under the Sustainable Canadian Agriculture Partnership, we are giving Saskatchewan farmers and food processors the tools they need to capture those opportunities and to keep your province out in front. I have no doubt the agreement we're announcing today will drive new growth and new prosperity throughout the agriculture and food industry in this great province for the next five years, but way beyond that. The five priority areas include $177 million to building growth, $53 million for climate change and the environment, $40 million to deal with issues around public trust, $2 million for market development and trade, and $175 million in research and development in agriculture. An additional $38 million will support agri-marketing and agri-assurance programs. Business risk management programs are estimated to provide $3 billion in support to Saskatchewan farmers over the five-year period. SARM President Ray Orb was at today's news conference in Regina and welcomed the announcement. For uh, the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities, we have a pesticide security program that we deliver. Uh, we have made some enhancements through lobbying the province, and the federal government has listened to us as well. And so we're happy you know, to be able to control uh, some of the pests that we have on farms and in municipalities, such as uh, gophers, you know, Richardson ground squirrels, uh, rats and uh, also beaver. So beaver control is still a big problem in this province, especially in the years where we do have flooding. So we've uh, administered these programs before and we're going to continue to administer them and hopefully uh, learn more about some of the other programs. Our farmers will have to learn more about them as they're rolled out in the beginning of April. The CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, Grant McKellen, was also at today's announcement and welcomed the details. Well, I mean, in general, there's a lot of things in here that we can see that the provincial government, uh, when they were doing their stakeholder consultations, we see a lot of ourselves in here and our industry. Uh, some of the topics that we brought up, including the expansion of the farm and ra uh, ranch water infrastructure program, moving that eligibility or the cap from 50,000 to 75,000 is really huge for our producers. In particular, the last few years where we've been experiencing drought in uh, large swaths of the province, access to clean, reliable water is a huge a uh, huge boon for our uh, members and our uh, producers because ultimately we've got to get good uh, quality material into our animals to get that good quality protein back to the people here. So that's a huge program we see. Um, another uh, continued and renewed investment in research is a huge priority for our organization. We fund a substantial amount of research uh, ourselves in partnership with the provincial government. So a renewed commitment to that, uh, to that research is, is really important to our industry. The new agreement takes effect on April 1st. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spawley on 620 CKRM. The Saskatchewan farm leader sees a positive development with CP Rail's takeover of the Kansas City Southern Railway. CP Rail's $31 billion U.S. deal will create the only single-line rail network linking Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. 
Canadian Federation of Agriculture Vice President Todd Lewis of Gray says the deal will support increased farm trade with Mexico. Big number, thirty-one billion, of course, by uh, you know our national one of our national railways here that you know is based in out of Calgary. So it's you know I think it's a pretty big move and actually pretty good news for Canadian agriculture when you uh, have direct link to uh, you know an emerging customer like Mexico you know very timely you know we just a couple of weeks ago talked about a billion dollars of trade between Saskatchewan and Mexico and agricultural products so I think it's just very timely and something that really goes to show uh, you know the expanding trade between Canada and Mexico and so much of it is agriculture and and, and a lot of it goes by rail and I, so I think it's a pretty positive move for both. And Canadian agriculture. So Mexico is a big market for our products, our farm products. Well, I think it's a growing, growing market. And uh, as I said, you know that we uh, talked about a billion dollars trade just uh, between Saskatchewan and Mexico alone. And there's certainly a Canadian Federation of Agriculture where I sit now. Uh, there's lots of uh, talk between Canada, U.S., and Mexico as far as trade and so on. We sit on a committee that deals with that trade, and it's as I say, it's a, it's an expanding market, and it's nice to have direct access, you know, with the Canadian rail company and of course the logistics of uh, moving product over a landmass as big as North America is always something that can be fairly daunting but you know with one rail line that's able to go right from Canada all the way down into Mexico it's certainly going to be helpful for the movement of those goods. Todd Lewis farms at Gray and is vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Now it's time for our new farm feature, AgReview, with Doug Falconer of GX94. Brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. A deal allowing the safe Black Sea export of Ukrainian grain was renewed on Saturday for at least 60 days, half the intended period, after Russia warned any further extension beyond mid-May would depend on the removal of some Western sanctions. The pact was brokered with Russia and Ukraine by the United Nations and Turkey in July and renewed for a further 120-day period in November. The aim was to combat a global food crisis that was fueled in part by Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine and Black Sea blockade. The deal had been set to expire on Saturday. The UN and Turkey say that the deal has been extended but did not specify for how long Ukraine said it had been extended for 120 days, but Russia's cooperation is needed, and Moscow only agreed to renew the pact for 60 days. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the merger of CP Rail and Kansas City Southern Railway in the U.S. will provide new export opportunities for the province. CP Rail says the merger, creating the first single-line railway connecting Canada, the United States, and Mexico, will be official on April 14th. Merritt says that will allow products to move out of the province without having to go east or west, and will allow companies in Saskatchewan and Mexico to expand. He says he doesn't share concerns that the merger will reduce competition, or distract CP Rail from moving grain and agriculture commodities in Saskatchewan. A second advisory services firm is recommending shareholders of Vancouver-based Ritchie Brothers Auctioneers vote against the company's proposed acquisition of automotive salvage company IAA. A report by Institutional Shareholder Services, or ISS, 
says it believes the potential risks associated with the deal, valued at about $7.3 billion, appear to outweigh the potential upside articulated by the board of Ritchie Brothers. The company says it disagrees with the ISS report and another from proxy advisory firm Glass Lewis, which also recommends shareholders vote against the deal. Ritchie Brothers says the transaction is expected to unlock substantial additional value that neither company could achieve on its own. Ontario maple syrup producers are concerned about how climate change will affect the industry's future as winter temperatures become increasingly unpredictable. Maple syrup producers in southern Ontario tapped trees for sap in early February, significantly earlier than when tapping season has historically begun. But another cold spell recently put a pause on the early start. Maple syrup producer Paul Renaud says climate change is having a substantial effect on the industry and extreme weather events like windstorms can have devastating consequences on maple trees which can take more than 40 years to grow back. Renaud has been working with the Producers Association to get others to switch to carbon-neutral practices, such as making their sap evaporators more efficient. Nova Scotia says it will give $15 million to grape and other fruit growers whose crops were destroyed in last month's extreme cold snap. Agriculture Minister Greg Morrow made the funding announcement recently, in Wolfville. Morrow says he's heard from some farmers in the region who are predicting that they will lose their entire fruit harvest due to the February cold snap. The department says it will work with farmers to design and deliver financial relief programs to cover losses that aren't covered by crop insurance. An ag research body is asking prairie farmers to participate in a survey. The Canadian Wheat Research Coalition wants farmers in Alberta, Manitoba and Saskatchewan to complete the Midge Tolerant Wheat Growers Survey. The 12-question survey asks farmers questions like if they planted Midge Tolerant Wheat in 2022, if they plan to do so again in 2023, and their level of midge pressure in 2022 compared to 2021. Midge-tolerant wheat varieties include AAC Broadacres VB, AAC Chiffon VB, and AAC Whitehead VB. It's estimated that based on wheat priced at $10 per bushel, producers can achieve $70 per acre in yield and grade benefits by planting midge-tolerant wheat. The data collected from the survey will be used to manage the program which the Canadian Wheat Research Coalition operates. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly cloudy with 30% chance of light snow. Wind southeast 20, gusting to 40. Temperature steady near minus 8. The low, minus 16. Tuesday, mainly cloudy with 30% chance of light snow. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high, minus 8. The low, minus 16.
Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6, the low minus 13. Thursday, sunny with a high 0, the low minus 13. Friday, sunny with a high minus 1, the low minus 8. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 9. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the normals, the normal high is 2 degrees, the normal low minus 10. The sun rose at 7.02 this morning. It sets at 7.10 tonight. And currently in Regina, with light snow, it's minus 9 degrees. Winds are from the southeast at 28. The humidity is 80%. The pressure is 102.1. And looking at other points in the province, Moose Jaw right now has light snow and minus 7. Winds are from the east-southeast at 24. Once again in Regina, it's sunny and minus 7 degrees. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. I also want to give the hot spot, cold spot, and the roundup. The hot spot, Maple Creek right now at minus 1. The cold spot up north, minus 18, Collins Bay. Estevan is minus 11, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current minus 10, Weyburn minus 10, Yorkton is minus 12. Once again, Regina was light snow and minus 9, and Moose Jaw is minus 7. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com and brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. Grain markets last week were mixed. PI Financial Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo says canola dropped about $30 a ton last week, while spring wheat futures were up 30 cents a bushel. Well, Jim, starting off on the canola front here, we saw the nearby May contract still decline kind of all last week and now since the beginning of this month uh, we have seen canola drop quite significantly on March 1st the open was $818 a ton and now we're sitting at below 750 at 747 approximately here today. So uh, that is about an $80 a ton drop that we have seen, 70 to $80 kind of recently. And I don't believe the low is in yet here on the canola front. When we're looking at the Minneapolis wheat futures, bit different of a story actually. We did see the contract low get put on back on March 10th. Uh, the low is 814 and today we're sitting about 855 a bushel. So we have seen a bit of a rebound here kind of last week. There still is uncertainty over the grain corridor deal with Russia. Managed money fund traders actually do hold the largest net short position since January 23rd of 2018 for the Chicago wheat contract. So this leaves 
that market really vulnerable to short covering. And, you know, I am kind of watching that as something that might happen. Russia last week proposed extending the initiative for the the deal for 60 days, which is half the duration of its prior two terms. They do also want some restrictions lifted. Uh, Weather conditions in the Black Sea region over the winter have been favorable. So again, we have seen, you know, some larger crops potentially coming on the wheat side. But for, for canola, we have seen some kind of bearish technical action when it comes to soybean meal and soybeans. And also surging veg oil production is negative for canola here. So it, it's a probing for a low, but still hasn't found one yet, it seems. What was the change in the past week, say, since Monday of last week? How much did things change for spring wheat and for canola? When it comes to the canola front, we saw the market decline approximately $30 a ton on the May contract in the last week, including today. And then on the Minneapolis wheat contract, we saw an increase of about $0.25.30 a bushel. So uh, again, a bit, a bit opposite there. And the outlook going forward, what's going to happen this week and then beyond? You know what, what will happen and uh, what might happen are two different things. Uh, what I'm seeing again is, uh, you know, canola very oversold. European rapeseed prices hit a new record low last week, down 11% in just two weeks. So again, canola is is still not seeming to have a bottom in yet. On the wheat front, we, we've seen maybe a bit of a spike up here. Is that going to have a prolonged bullish trend? I, I don't think so. So, again, talking with producers about what they're doing for for new crop, canola and wheat, uh, is something that I've I've been active with lately. And we're getting pretty close then to it being a weather market. Is that right? Definitely. Uh, You know, this is the time of year where where precipitation is is one thing that a lot of farms are are looking at. And, you know, maybe one other thing, too, that's been kind of spilling over has been the the effect of the oil markets as well, too. Uh, Crude oil declining here in the last week, a couple weeks, about uh, $15, you know, $20 a ton. And when it comes to as well, too, the, the U.S. banking issues. And that's, again, just adding to a risk-off feeling in general for, for the market. Adam Piccato is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The provincial budget comes out on Wednesday. SARM President Ray Orb is hoping for additional funds to help battle rural crime. Well, it was a great convention. Uh, you know, uh, Prairie Land Park is a great place to have a convention in Saskatoon. We had uh, over 1,300 delegates registered, and I think at uh, a few points during the convention, we had closer to 1,500 people in, in the assembly hall. And so it was a great 
interaction, you know, especially during the bear pit session. I think that's always kind of the highlight, you know. The Premier gets to speak first of all, and then we go right into the bear pit session. So there were a lot of really good interactions there between our delegates and the cabinet ministers. What were some of the key issues raised in the bear pit session? Well, you know, the same concerns over wildlife, wildlife depredation tags, you know, and there was a resolution passed later on uh, that day, you know, about the uh, about the tags. And so what's happening around the world, Saskatchewan, I think a lot of people know this, but there are a lot of uh, deer, elk, kind of uh, moose in some, in some cases, getting into farmers' yards. Sarm President Ray Orb. 620 CKRM will have full details of the provincial budget when it's released Wednesday. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building materials supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement. Canola fell 12.20 at 7.29.82. Number one red spring wheat dropped 7.98 at 3.89.78. The rest were unchanged. Durham 4.58.38. Feed barley 3.62.58. Chickpeas 10.58.22. Flax 5.66.98. Lentils 7.68.50. Oats 215.32, yellow peas 427.18, feed wheat 289.56. On the Minneapolis Grand Exchange, hard red spring wheat for May is down five and three quarter cents at 8.55 a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 6:20 CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. And now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and SwiftGuard. 1,670 cattle on offer. All class of cattle sold strong. Here are the quotations. D1 and 2 cows were $1.10 to $1.30. Odd sale to one thirty-five. D3 cows, $85 to $1.10. Good bulls, $1.35 to $1.65. Medium, $90 to $1.10. Feeders, steers. Four to five hundred pounds, two ninety five to two seventy four, five to six hundred pounds, two ninety three to three forty nine fifty, six seven hundred pounds, two sixty nine to three nineteen and a half, seven to eight hundred pounds, two seventy three to two ninety four fifty, eight nine hundred pounds, two twenty six to two forty eight and a half, four to five hundred pounds, heifers, two eighty five to three oh five. Five six hundred pounds, two seventy five to three oh two, six seven hundred pounds, two fifty to two eighty one, seven eight hundred pound heifers, two forty to two seventy. Just note here, bread cow sales this Thursday at one o'clock, a hundred head on offer. Next Thursday, the thirtieth, thousand fancy yearlings. Good day and good marketing. And today's pork prices two oh two zero six per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The Alberta government says it has sent a directive to the provincial energy regulator to require oil and gas companies to pay taxes owed to rural communities. 
Energy Minister Pete Guthrie has issued a ministerial order that requires the Alberta Energy Regulator to get evidence taxes have been paid when approving license transfers or new licenses. The move comes after the rural municipalities of Alberta said energy companies owe municipal districts in which they operate a total of $268 million. That's up more than 6% from last year and 261% since 2018. RCMP say theft and mischief charges have been laid against an Alberta man in the thefts of more than 100 trail cameras belonging to a provincial group that lobbies to protect wild horses. Police say their first complaint from the Help Alberta Wildies Society came in October 2021 when 10 research trail cameras were taken in the Williams Creek area and that the same area was targeted three more times since then. Mounties say earlier this month they searched a home in Mayerthorpe and recovered 52 of the stolen cameras. The Help Alberta Wildies Society says on its website that it's dedicated to protecting the free-roaming wild horses with rare Spanish bloodlines which it says are under constant threat of removal. On the markets, the TSX is up 122 points at 19,509. The Dow has gained 402 points to 32,264. Oil has risen 20 cents at 67.13 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.20 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune into the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.